Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. Since the war began in Ukraine, Vladimir Putin has threatened to use nuclear weapons. Now he's backing out of a nuclear agreement with the United States, which limits the amount of warheads both nations can stockpile. Today, the US chief negotiator of that deal on why it could spell the beginning of a new arms race. My name is Rose Gautemuller. I am the Stephen B. Hawsey Lecturer here at Stanford University, the Friedman Spoli Institute Center for International Security and Cooperation. Rose, last month, Vladimir Putin gave his annual State of the Nation address and it went for a whopping 100 minutes. Vladimir Vladimirovich Putin. But right at the end, he said something that worried the world. The president of the Russian Federation announced that Russia was going to suspend its participation in the New START Treaty, which is a treaty limiting and controlling strategic nuclear arms. These are the weapons that the United States and Russian Federation target at each other. He said that the Russian Federation is very concerned, I would say even angry, about the support that the United States and its NATO allies are rendering to Ukraine in uh, its defensive fight against the Russian invasion. And for that reason, the Russian Federation would suspend its participation in the New START Treaty while at the same time staying within the limits of the treaty. Just tell me a bit more about this New START agreement because you were actually part of the negotiations, weren't you? Yes, I was the chief negotiator on the U.S. side for the New START Treaty in 2009 and 2010. New START is part of a long line of arms control treaties and agreements that the United States and USSR, now Russia, have been really negotiating and putting into force since 1972, the first SALT agreement, Strategic Arms Limitation Agreement. The Soviet Union and the United States Each country has to take some initiative, but the overall balance of mutual restraint, cutting down on the overall dependence on nuclear weapons, is what counts. So we have been really working to control, limit, and reduce nuclear weapons for 50 years at this point, and it's always been seen as in the absolute national security interests of both countries because it gives us a great deal of predictability about what the other side is doing with their strategic nuclear weapons. And this New START agreement was signed in April 2010 by Barack Obama. The idea is simple. The United States and Russia have a responsibility to work together to reduce our arsenals. Tell me what are the limits that it imposes. The New START Treaty, which entered into force in February of 2011, 
includes limits on intercontinental ballistic missiles, submarine-launched ballistic missiles, and weapons that are carried on heavy long-range bombers. After nearly a full year of negotiations, we completed an agreement earlier this year that cuts by a third the number of long-range nuclear weapons and delivery vehicles that the United States and Russia can deploy. The United States and Soviet Union deployed in the beginning of the 90s 12,000 warheads. The first strategic arms reduction treaty, they brought that number down to 6,000 each. And then by 2002, when the Moscow Treaty entered into force, they brought the number down to 2,200 each. And now we're down to 1,550 nuclear warheads each side deploys under New START. So it's been an, an enormous reduction in the past 30 years. And it's between these two nations, the US and Russia alone, because they account for most of the world's nuclear weapons. Well, absolutely right. We have each of us approximately 4,000. Of that number, 1,550 are deployed and ready to launch at a moment's notice. But other countries, even China, who is rapidly modernizing their nuclear arsenal now, still at the moment has about 500 warheads. So the Chinese are building up. That is something to be very concerned about, but it's nothing in comparison to what the United States and Russia have right now. Mm, Well, let's talk about China in a moment. But just tell me, how does this work, this agreement? How often do Russia and the United States check each other's weapons and what's happened in recent times due to COVID? Well, the United States and Russian Federation, under the new START Treaty, conducted on-site inspections uh, 18 times a year. Now, with uh, the COVID pandemic in uh, June of 2020, because it was unsafe for inspectors to go to each other's country, uh, at that point, we both agreed that we would suspend inspections for a limited period. In 2022, the United States and Russia agreed that we could start again uh, on-site inspection. The U.S. and the Russian Federation should resume the full implementation of the new START treaty without delay. Uh, But the Russians, in the end of the day, uh, I think they were getting some political guidance from the Kremlin that uh, actually, no, they weren't going to resume on-site inspection. So basically every measure now that uh, is of verification nature under the treaty has now been suspended. So, Rose, I want to have a look with you at what Vladimir Putin is up to. I mean, he hasn't pulled out immediately, but he will leave the deal when it expires in 2026. Already, of course, as you mentioned, he's not allowing inspectors in. So what's he up to, do you think? I think Vladimir Putin has a very uh, blatant goal, and that is to link the New START Treaty and its implementation to his uh, objectives with regard to Ukraine. He's very concerned, he's very upset about the way that the United States and its allies and partners, including Australia, have in providing assistance to uh, Ukraine. NATO's Secretary General has warned the West it needs to ramp up arms production to ensure Ukraine's survival and its ability to counter Russian forces in coming months. And he wants that stopped. And so he is trying to lever the New START Treaty and the U.S. interest in its implementation against his concerns about Ukraine. 
And uh, honestly, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever because the treaty is so manifestly in the interest of the Russian Federation to control U.S. nuclear weapons that uh, it doesn't make any practical sense at all. But he's so focused on Ukraine that uh, I, I don't think he is seeing Russian national security interests clearly. And you mentioned China and the build-up of its nuclear weapons before. And this all comes as China has pledged a deeper partnership with Russia. China's top diplomat has met Vladimir Putin recently. We are willing to work with Russia to maintain strategic focus and safeguard the legitimate rights and interests of our two countries. Is that significant in all of this, this cozying up between Beijing and Moscow? Look, Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin agreed on February 4th, a couple of weeks before the the invasion last February 24th, that they were going to have uh, a partnership without limits. So in some ways, the Chinese are in a situation where their top leader has agreed. They have to show that they are cooperating with the Russians. But I will say also that the Chinese have been very uh, critical of this. Even in the last couple of days, the foreign ministry has expressed, uh, officially expressed China's concern about the suspension of the New START Treaty and has said that all parties should be moving to implement it. And so I do think it's a situation where, of course, they are going to have some, uh, I call it political street theater about cooperation. But in the end of the day, the Chinese will be continuing to press the Russians not to be careless and threaten nuclear use in the Ukraine crisis. Yeah, I was going to say, what are the wider implications of Putin's decision-making on this? What happens when it formally exits the agreement in 2026? Well, let me be clear. I'm not sure uh, what is going to happen by 2026. But if uh, the treaty goes out of force with nothing to replace it, then the United States and Russia will be unconstrained in their strategic nuclear deployments for the first time since 1972. I don't think that we'll see an immediate uh, arms race, but the United States will be right in the middle of a modernization of our strategic nuclear triad, our nuclear force posture. We have a lot of concerns about the Chinese modernization. So Putin must, uh, I think, bear in mind that it is possible the United States would, would be under pressure to start building up its nuclear forces. And that, you know, that's why I say that, that this is not in Russia's national security interest to not be in a mutually beneficial uh, strategic arms treaty of this kind. Mm, what, what does that sort of arms race mean for world stability if that was to happen, if there was an arms race? Unfortunately, it means that the work that we have done to reduce and eliminate nuclear weapons uh, since the Cuban Missile Crisis in, in 1962, we could begin to see a reversal of that 50 to 60 year trend. And I think that that is in nobody's interest. Rose Gotamola is a former Deputy Secretary General of NATO and the former US Chief Negotiator on the New START nuclear agreement. If you want to hear about where the war in Ukraine is up to, have a look for our episode, One Year of Russia's War, What's Next, from the 20th of February. 
This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield, Sydney Peed, Chris Dengate and Sam Dung, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. To get in touch with the team, email us on abcnewsdaily at abc.net.au. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.